And it wasn't no performance stuff. He did it like he was speaking to me. He did. Body. He did. He did. That that was actually a good song. I'm it like T.I. It wasn't no flat. It was yeah. I'm, I'm talking I about agree. Out there in the street. Excuse my like. Nah, I ain't none of that. We black and fuck. Um, I agree. Um, maybe he's like, the guy everybody say he is. He maybe he is. It's the truth. Even in the song, he was like, I talk about uh selling drugs and. Yeah, yeah. When he said when he said that, I was like, okay. You're like, I'll talk about all of that, but I'm still telling my young niggas to go. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm like, look, baby, bro. He talk, he talk right now. I, I like, bro. That like, bro. I'm that man, cause like, bro, he got bars. Don't do that. No, he do. It, it, he I, I mean, like I said, check? that song really was like, maybe when, he is what everybody say he is. Like. He was I he did rap before that, you know what I'm saying? But I did kind of like, I mean, he a little Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? He, he is. Me. That's why I was a little hesitant. You know I was like, uh, but when he with that song, change it, and it's gonna change it for everybody else. Because now, one, he got to rap on the same momentum. You got to keep coming like that, bro. You cannot come like that one time and then just. I think it. he is. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So now it changes the messaging of his rap. You know what I'm saying? But I hope he, as long as he don't turn into Dr. Meek Luther King. We good. good. You know what I'm saying? Stay We're in good. your lane. Stay in your lane. Do what you need to do and keep pushing. That's it. We ain't asked you to yeah. do all of that. Do what you need to do and keep pushing. Yeah. For bigger reference, if anyone doesn't know what you all are talking about, that was the bigger picture by Lil Baby. You know, context clues here. All right. Yeah. So I guess we turned into a music podcast for three minutes. But this is episode number you 50, you need. <laughs> 53. Noah Lyons, Henry Woods, and Mackenzie Marshall checking in once again. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. That's Twitter and Instagram at WRGOPod. Be sure to watch this video on YouTube and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So the past month, a lot has been happening. I feel like we've tried to cover it as best as we can, tweeting out articles and stuff, but I guess we'll just get right into it so everyone knows about what happened on Friday night when Atlanta police shot and killed Rayshard Brooks after he failed a sobriety test. After falling asleep in a Wendy's drive through police attempted to take Brooks into custody, uh, but he resisted and he stole a taser from an officer while running away from the police after that uh, exchange. Brooks fired the taser at the officer uh, who then fired his service weapon, killing Brooks after he was shot twice in the back. Uh, the police officer was fired Sunday, and the city's police chief left the department Saturday morning. Uh, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms is walking a very fine line. After initially saying two weeks ago that the George Floyd protest, uh, she basically said, and I quote, a protest has purpose. If you, want to ch- if you want change in America, go register to vote. That is the change we need in this country. You are disgracing our city. After the video surfaced of the shooting on Friday, Bottoms then said, it angered me and saddened me beyond words. Bottom said she will sign a series of orders requiring Atlanta police to use to objectively use reasonable force to protect themselves, will require de-escalation tactics prior to using deadly force, and the duty to intervene, uh, which requires officers to step in if they see another using unnecessary force. Henry, before we get to you as our Atlanta expert, uh, Mackenzie, as someone in journalism, what is kind of your what is kind of your th- thing been seeing all this because when I saw it I was just like again like we're doing this 
literally literally i think like it just kind of irritated me because it was just like this is everybody is watching the police officers i mean everybody was prior to this like or at least black people are but it's like this is y'all's best behavior this is what we're doing and i was actually watching um i'm probably jumping ahead but there was a judiciary committee uh meeting happening like Mm -hmm. it's probably still happening and the focus was to like ban chokeholds and ban like other things that aren't really like i feel like really getting to the point like chokeholds weren't the only issue here like i feel like when it goes to like to a Keisha level or like a, a government level, like I don't really think that there's an understanding of what the real issue is. Cause literally minutes ago they were talking about defunding the police will still make higher robberies and higher burglary burglaries and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know, but police officers are public servants. They're public servants. So people, and then it, it just like uh, going back to the video and seeing that it was just like if he fired a taser and y'all shot him two times and then and then in public a bullet hit somebody that was waiting in line in their car what if that bullet would have went two inches higher and hit somebody in the back of the vehicle so that just told me that video there's no standard here like there's no yeah. at least if we're gonna shoot somebody let's make sure nobody else is around so there's no straight bullets there's no standard and for Keisha to really go out and say that with her chest I feel like it just kind of goes back to like, don't speak before you know what's really going on because yeah, she just know. jumped the gun and it looks a mess now. But go ahead. Yeah. Henry, she jump in. in. A lot of her words. Like, I'm highly disappointed in how she's handling stuff because my thing is, she's just black mayor. She's from Atlanta. She went to HBCU. She's a Delta. Like, she's supposed to understand, right? But you're still playing into the conservative politics. I'm going to call Lori Lightfoot out. I'm going to call, yeah. I, I don't know Shorty name down there in New Orleans. Um, yeah. Even Muriel Bowser. She needs to be I was about to say Mary Bowser. Yeah. The performative politics have to stop. You are literally in a role. And McKenzie, I'm going to call out what you, you uh, how you, how, how you be like, I don't disagree that when I say you got to play a role in the system, blah, blah, blah. This is where, what I mean. So, like, you done, you done did the little boy stuff. You are now the mayor of a major city. You have the power to put certain things in place. You know what I'm saying? Her pushing, you know what I'm saying, signing certain deals or whatever she's aiming to do. Like, I still think she's playing in that conservative role. No. Oh, let's yeah. let's retrain them. Let's have all of these people have psych uh, evaluations. Let all of these background checks, if they ever been associated with a terrorist organization that had a racist or said the N-word, any that buy, um, all but of that, we, like, stop playing into the conservative politics. I spoke about this when we posted on, um, on Instagram. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of, I'm tired of it. Because but I, even with the, even with the training though, I don't know if this is right or not, but I saw some, someone tweet that the guy had training. I mean, Back I think in it, April. I mean, that's my it's thing. How I, they're trained? Because it's, not, it's little, not about I, training. I think it's, it's bigger than that. Issue. I think it's bigger than that. It's I think bigger it's, than it's, a training. Someone who has been truly defunding the police. What does that look like? I'm all for the the idea of it. I'll answer they that question. Be making, if y'all saw the, if you saw the list of like their salaries, the overtime was like some of the people was making almost seventy thousand dollars in overtime. That's unacceptable. When teachers are barely getting, like, that's unacceptable. And then, Henry, 
And then Henry, I think to your point, I think that if if defunding, I think we can't question, or I think we can't try to do both things of saying like we're playing into the conservative politics, but questioning defunding the police. It's like that's too. I mean, but is that not a valid question? Because when again with Keisha, right? She's a she's very much aware. Like her first statement when George when she went on the stage talking about George Floyd was, "I am a mother. I have an eighteen year old." Girl, if you got an 18-year-old son, then what are you doing to actually protect that son? Because if he walked in that downtown in Atlantic Station, he sagged his pants, he a little Atlanta boy just like the rest of them. Because all I'm trying to, especially if he grew up in the suburbs, we, we, oh, we trying to act cool. We trying to act hard, whatever. He acting like a hooligan just like the rest of them. Be real. He might got good grades, no record, because I was that dude. I was the good friend. I was the one, nah, bro, we chill out or whatever. But I'm still participating with the shenanigans or whatever. But I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm very conscious, whatever. So let's But wait, say- Noah, what were you about to say? I was just saying that I think to Mackenzie, and granted, Mackenzie, I'm going to piggyback off what you were saying. I think that the conversation is bigger than I think the mayors are trying to get at. But that's what I think, I'm saying. Her, no, I, think, I, think, I think she's not her asking the questions. So how but- is her not being aware of the fact that we need to defund the police? So, like, let's analyze this. What does this look like in real time? What policies can I put forward in this okay, position to defund the police? That's the what fir- I'm saying. The first thing, and I think that like banning the chokeholds, that's like low-hanging fruit. That's because it was visual, it was seen. The questions that I have not heard a mayor ask is saying, okay, why don't why do all of our police have guns? Start there. Like let's take out the force of this. Take out the most deadly part. Okay, of it. Second Amendment, Noah. Like, oh, that, that's on. not a Second Amendment issue. That's not a Second Amendment. They're public serving. They're, they're given the pol- they're given the gun by the police. It's not their own personal weapon. Yeah, I mean, it's I get you, but services. that's gonna be an arguable fact, bro. And then but, but, but that's the uh, issue. The have issue the debate. Is have it. the debate. Push the limit. And I think yeah. if we're really yeah, asking, the, the, the rebuttal is, is but these they're like you said, robs and robbings and killings. All this stuff is gonna go up. They're going to allegedly, allegedly, as as public service to protect these people, we need them to have guns. That's the argument every time. And then I would push back and say, we don't know because no one has tried. Yeah, we keep trying these minor reforms, and we're in the same boat. It's euphoria to where that stuff. I it it sound good. But in real time, no, like that's never gonna be a. But it's, I mean, but but yes, but you like it, but it has to a reform giving them guns like that is not okay. They because should the not have, I hear reform. you. I'm the not, not a reform. I agree. Yeah, chokeholds are not reform. Because they arguing about billion citizens should have guns, police or civilians. I don't think the Second Amendment should not exist. I I that let me put that out there. However, we live in America. We do. We and know what it problem. was founded on. And, and I, I, I hate to be like that little conservative little black. No, you're right. You're but right. It, it is what it is. Like, we got to be right. But it. I really, I really, like, I feel like the argument is I don't think anything is going to change if they still have guns. And, like, I, think, and I think my frustration is that we keep trying to, we can't call that we need systemic reform, but not change the system. We're literally yeah. changing like rules. We're saying, like, okay. Police officer, you cannot no longer do this. You cannot no. You can't do this. In the end of the day, if you still have a gun, that's not that. Okay, I didn't do the chokehold. I shot the person. Because the thing is, like, even with, but even with, like, even with, like, defunding the police, they still gonna make sure they got enough money in the budget to give everybody a gun. 
Like it's it, it's it's not that's an issue. It's not realistic, right? I don't think it's I don't not think realistic. it's not realistic, but it that is, is the issue. Realistic. That's the that's, issue. The degunning the police not realistic. But I, I think people but what is realistic in the fight for place. justice? I think we can put policies in place to where they have like literally no. written in their whatever agreement. I disagree. Because that's what happened with body cameras. The situation. And those don't work. Body racial cameras. Bias, racial bias training does not work. Thing. Racial and bias training does not work. In that. Yeah. Racial bias but training. Again, I'm not it helped somewhere. No, there's no where. Where? They're not required to have those things on all the time. But even if they were, they have, and then we'll see the footage, and then literally still nothing changes. Right. Yeah. So there, there you go again. It needs to be like, uh, let's say that, like, we asked Professor Minor, what's the precedent of, um, uh, police being held accountable? Yeah, Yeah. Police being held accountable. Is there one? So we need to start setting precedent. We need to start putting sets. Handling cases in which they there are rulings that favor, and we need to start writing laws that favor and our holding these people accountable. Because again, let's be realistic, not idealistic. Because I, think, I hear you. I don't think let's that try this. Let's take the guns from the police. I, I mean, I people not gonna do that. Like, come it's on. It's not about y'all. what they're gonna do, but it's like we're, I feel like giving them guns. I mean, like coming and up then, with new policies yeah. is not the solution because there was a new policy. We so tried that with the body cameras. And then, so we don't and just take that gun. We we just about to go take the police gun. Let's go. I'm with you. We no, should. And the funny why, thing why is, why do I have to go through an extensive background check for a gun? But they clearly don't. There you That's go. There right. you go. Professor Minor said that they need to have extensive background check. But what's in the background check? Sure. They but need to go to law school before. How, how you enforce Racist law? lawyers exist. Racist but lawyers exist. That's a fact. But my thing is, at least you're aware of the law because cops oftentimes are breaking laws and making up laws. And but that's Henry, the I think, problem within itself, too. Henry, and the funny thing is, like, I think to go back to your point about change, I think that if if any city were to do this, it would it should ironically be. Atlanta, there's a black. No, it should be because if Atlanta citizens are black, most of the city council people are black. When is that going to happen in Atlanta, where it's a red state? We have Kent the governor. Like, come on now. I I just just, don't think like taking guns away. I mean, I guess it would be revolutionary, but I'm and I hate to be negative, but George Floyd died without a gun. Eric Gardner died without a gun. Like, so taking their guns away really isn't that big of a deal. Exactly. So that's what. So they should take them away. Have to put in training stuff, and you have to put in certain. He had training. The guy who killed Rayshard literally had training. I mean, again, he probably had a racial bias too. So that's when the psychological check before joining the force comes to play. That's why, uh, let's say- But then that, if you're talking about unrealistic, that's unrealistic. How? To judge someone off of a racial bias, to like prove that and get them to not be able to be a police. I feel like that's even harder to prove than like a simple, you know, a regular background check because it's like everybody has racial bias. that's realistic though, Mackenzie. I don't and think it, proving that a person has racial violence and getting them I, off the force is realistic. I think it's more realistic to have to have police officers get psychological background checks before. Who's giving the check though? What? Because if the check is going to be the union head who's Not already again, locked up in the system, a separate party. You can't. But you, you don't. The separate party be paid off by the the system. I hear it. it's always going to be a finesse, McKenzie. But let's be realistic and not idealistic. 
I don't think what you're saying is like going to solve the problem, though. That's what you I'm. You think we're gonna realistically take guns away from police? I, here's my. I think that's a better option than giving I them think, training that they I already think if, have. If, that didn't answer my question. If we're serious about it, that has to be on the table. If we're yeah. serious about it, we have like we can't just say like, hey. Okay, hey, I don't agree there. I don't agree there. Let's let's. Okay, what you're saying, but you're, but you're not fine. bringing anything new to the table, Henry. You know, the training, the psychological like stuff. I offer, and then you like kind of figure out what the middle ground is. So let's say we like take certain certain guns away from the police and don't they all got the same regular gun i mean they all have the same sir i don't the same, know i don't know how they, the same they, got, they all got the same gun my point my, i was aiming at saying that let we you'll have to negotiate that definitely put it on the table but that being like the we not moving i don't think that's really okay right. okay maybe maybe if there's what is what is it in the cop car two cops maybe only one has the gun right right so okay like, we could maybe do that Something but, like, like that to where you're, you you can eliminate how many guns they have, but taking guns completely away from cops, I don't think that's realistic. I think I think people who are probably the policy advocates would say it's a lot more nuanced. I think they would say that um, if you're responding to a nonviolent crime, why do you have a violent weapon? There's okay, no way. There you go. There's like, stuff like and, that, and, Noah. And that's what people. That's what most people are calling for when they're saying, like, if you're responding to. People having an argument at a safe way. When you're responding to Rayshar, who was in his car at Wendy's, what? When you're responding to Rayshar Brooks, who was in his car and Wendy's, why do you have right, a gun? Right. Why do you have why, a gun? Why? Why? why right. right. Exactly. So yeah. Why I agree. I agree. Okay. Yes, I agree with you, Henry. Maybe and pulling then, guns completely off the force is probably too much, even though it it needs to happen. Right. But rather, like limiting the amount of guns right. on the force. Is it has something has to change? I agree. The trainings ain't working. Right, right. So if we can, we push up like that. That can be on. That needs to be on the table. Let me say that. And everything then, needs. Everything needs to be on the table. Yeah. Right, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, we put that on the table. Then we put it. Like we need to sit down and literally, you know, what I'm saying, think through this. What can then, we do to eliminate the police brutality that's happening happening against black people? Like, you know, what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not disagreeing, like that idea and the euphoria, perfect word hit, take them up. You know, I don't even think the UK people have guns today. No. They oh, they not don't? All, not they, all, not uh, all, not all. A lot don't, a lot don't. So it's, it, it's stuff like don't. that, you know what I'm saying? So then, it's definitely possible. But I'm saying within this American system, throwing that out there and that being the complete, you know what I'm saying? And that's, I think, uh, I'm not going to like a subtype, but like the, uh, like, complete cancellation, total zero. Like, if you're not with me, then F you, like, the mindset of, like, the Gen Z people and then some millennials that we well, have. Well, don't get onto that. That's beside the point. I right. Think. So, yeah. But I that, think... That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're willing to negotiate from there, I think we can get somewhere. I'll just say this um, before we move on to the next thing. I think you... It strikes a nerve with me when you tell me how bad a problem is and how much of a systemic thing it is, and you the only thing you do is change two sentences or something. That yeah. you're you're not meeting the moment, and I think Bottoms didn't meet the moment. Lori Lightfoot didn't meet the moment because there there's a broader conversation that needs to be had, and sometimes that change just starts with having the conversation or putting something out there. And if you can't do that, and we're gonna talk about that with Biden a little bit later. Um, so at this point, I will let Henry bring in his uh, special guest. I don't know if he. Uh, so my Amir. brother Amir Bailey, who is. 
he's a um, LGBTQ AB. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you no, don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. No, it's a, not sorry. I forgot the letters because I was. Isn't it LGBT? Stop talking. Oh You're making this worse. Oh my god. So embarrassing. Q plus activist. And he's going to help us. I didn't mean no disrespect. Like, that was a joke between me and him. I, I really, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, apologize. I was joking with him. If, yeah. So, LGBTQ plus activist, Amir, he's going to come in and help us talk about other stuff. Cool? Cool. Bet. So, Amir, welcome. So, I think everyone knows uh, about the situation that happened in Tallahassee with Oluwatuyan, uh, salute. Monday, Tallahassee police announced the death of the Black Lives Matter activist who was 19. Uh, she played a major role in the city's protests, not only on George Floyd, but also with Tony McDade, who was a black transgender man who was killed by Tallahassee police on May 19th. Um, I know probably a lot of people haven't heard his name, so that's gonna be a part of the conversation that we have. Uh, so on June 6th, uh, she stated on Twitter that she was sexually assaulted by a man who promised her a ride to church to retrieve her belongings. Uh, she reported the assault, but the police said she would need more evidence to bring a charge against the assailant. Um, I want to hear from Mackenzie and Amir first, since I think they have a unique- Amir, go ahead, you go first. On this, Amir, take the stage uh, away. Uh, what, are, what are your general thoughts, or kind of how are you unpacking everything here? I think, you know, and I was talking about this with Henry earlier, when, because, when we look at her and when she was protesting, she was protesting specifically for black lives as it relates to black women, black trans lives, and black LGBTQ lives. And the reason why there's such a specificity when it comes to that is because we're only as strong as our weakest players. Like we've seen time and time again, like within the civil rights movement, black queer people have had to make concessions where we've had to put the agenda of just being black first because it's too much um, at the time for white people to accept. And you see that even with women rights movements where queer people are pushed to the side or even like women of color have been pushed aside for the agenda of white women. And it gets to a point where how long are we gonna keep pushing our smaller groups who are our weaker brothers and sisters or and um, of other genders who are not able to defend themselves um, probably just because they don't have the support because we're always out there supporting people and black trans people have always been out there supporting. And I love, and, and not to say her death, it's just that it brings to rise a certain um, conversation that some people even question, why do we talk about sexual assault when we're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement? And it's so important we're talking about sexual assault because Oftentimes, Black women will stand up for every single group, whether Black cisgender women or Black trans women. They will mm -hmm. fight for us. But at the end of the day, when we're talking about sexual assault, it's not to derail the Black Lives Matter movement. It's to talk about an issue that has been permeating without, outside the movement and within, because how can we sit here and say Black Lives Matter when we're sacrificing our Black women to issues like this? These conversations need to happen because at the end of the day, their lives matter, and they're always sticking up for us. So that's my opinion on it. And I think we can have these conversations because I, it, and it's hard to say when people, uh, a lot of the critiques I've been hearing is, oh, well, when is the right time? Like, why didn't they do this before? Were you listening before? Because this has always been a problem. You're right. just realizing six o'clock today, like this is an issue because of the momentum happening. And I'm happy this conversation is happening on such a larger um, platform because at the end of the day, the voice, black women's voices need to be heard. Um, 
So, and I, her situation brings light to that because she's protested for everybody, but yet she died to a sexual assault um, case. And it's just, it's sad to see stuff like this happen. So that's how I feel. Yeah. It just, Mackenzie. like, honestly, seeing it, it just really hurt my soul because it's just, like, I don't know who the killer was. I mean, there's a suspect. I don't know if he was the one who did it or whatever. But it's just, like, time and time and time again, like, I just feel like, you know, no disrespect to George Floyd. Obviously, that's a big situation. Obviously, we saw it. Like, that sucked. But it's just, like, goes into, like, where's the protest for black women? Like, have we really rallied behind a black woman? Like how we rallied behind George Floyd? Like Breonna Taylor died around the same time and there was no video about it. And there's the, there's not the same response. And so her death was really, especially just 19 year old, 19 years old and being such a, a black woman who seemed very confident in herself, very assertive in her purpose and to be taken away like that by it might be a black man and it's just like and it's not to say and i really hate like black men on twitter talking about like it's not all black men it's not it's not like i love my i love my dad like i have great black men in my family but as a collective it is a break in the conversation because like even when we do have these conversations with my friends and i was just talking to him about like the same situation or whatever and he was like well Breonna Taylor wasn't Breonna Taylor murder wasn't recorded neither was Trayvon Martin but it's just like I don't think he 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 thought that that was an issue but it's just like that type of second guessing yourself to like protest for a black woman versus a black man it's just it's irritating and it's like it's just t like how many times like is, is my granddaughter really gonna have to be having the same conversations that I'm having because it's, it's just it's just annoying and it really sucks that like she died but I really hope Florida really turns up for her because that that is what I want to see turn up for her y'all we all on the hashtags we doing that we tweeting or whatever but be out in the streets burn I mean I don't want to say burn stuff down but you know get lit for her like she was really out here for everyone and it just sucks to see that like it seems like she was out here for everyone but it seems like black women are the only people really here and, and LGBTQ people but like black men I really need people to step up because it's getting on my nerves for real what do you Go think? ahead, Henry. I know you got something to say. No, no, I said I was gonna be quiet. Not for real. Um, and that's that's what the that's where the problem lies because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 people like people, and you know, it is hard because it's such a like it's it's complex, like. Oh. No, 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 look, I'm, black men need to step up and talk to, to support black women, black trans, like black men, if we don't step up, then we're never going to evolve and wish the way we should because of the, uh, I guess, social paradigm of how people are resist because like white men and then white women and then the others, then black men, right? So like, we, that's an understood fact of like how the world has been known to work. So again, me and Amir talked about this earlier. And I guess in my head, I've always been like, dang, like, and again, I think about stuff so like in so many ways, but like, it's like, how do we throw a wrench in this and like get progress? And when I say throw a wrench, like we're having all of these conversations and when we aren't necessarily 
controlling the narrative of what's going on because again her name needs to be said the trans uh tony Mc, mcday his name is it a he or her? i don't know because it he, says trans he, he, okay he, his he, name he. Is uh, and again, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be offensive. So again, it's all like uncomfortable things in which the black community, like when we say Black Lives Matter, it's so many umbrella terms in there, right? And us as black people, we have been conditioned in a way to just let stuff pass and let stuff slide. So like Amir living with him alone has expanded my mind so much. And I still have my views, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say I don't. However, I've been able to at least observe a different perspective and understand to a certain extent. And I, I don't think like us as black people are having those nuanced conversations with- I'm gonna have to say, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's it's not, a, I'm sorry, but I think black men should have their own side conversation. Right, I was- no, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, that. no, I'm not that saying you disagree with black men. Black men Black women. Uh, aren't we two black men? No, no, no. I'm not coming at you. I'm not coming at you. Me and Noah have these conversations. No, you're, right, the you're right. I'm not coming at you. I'm saying, like, to the listeners. No, black men need to step up. They need to have these conversations within ourselves because yeah. that's where the problem lies within us. Because we see certain qualities or mindsets as less masculine or feminine or whatever you want to mask it as you know what i'm saying if i stand up for this person does that make me this if i say this does it make me this or whatever the case the social conditioning of it all is like what black men have to talk about and address i'm here jump in you know what it is and it's so sad to say this and this goes back to my memory and mckenzie you were there too so i remember being on howard's campus there was a sexual assault event by Delta Sigma Theta. And this is, this is like what, early, this is like fall 16th, so like maybe October, September. And what really killed me was there was a sexual assault event. That audience itself was mainly black women. Yep. And the crazy part is, and it's so sad, we keep calling black men because like these events have been happening. These things have been talked about. These discussions have been having held. But at the end of the day, black men have just have never been showing up. So the, the problem I have is, is that it's not even just you having conversation amongst yourselves. It's the fact that you're not even acknowledging that these yeah. conversations have been happening and they've been here yeah. for a minute. It's not just yeah. because of this. So and I then, agree. and then, not I to agree. cut you off, Emir, but y'all, black men love saying, "Well, we we assaulted too." Okay, well, here's the floor. I hate that too. I hate that too. And and that's what I think. Like like Amir saying, and I think you're saying these conversations have been happening, right? So how do we again? How do we throw a wrench in it? How do we progressively make change? Have these conversations? Let us know, Henry. How you how you gonna yeah, make? I mean, no, I'm like, posing the question because I need to know too. No but, Henry, no, but Henry, I think I think that goes to an important thing because I think like I consider myself like a very forward thinking, very progressive person. But I think I have to and I've had to do this like throughout when we're having different conversations. Like I have to check my privilege as a black heterosexual man that I'm very supportive. I'm supportive of my women's friends. I'm supportive of women's movements, of reproductive rights, all these different things. But there's more that I need to do if I'm really serious about actually progressing those issues and i think that takes different forms that takes henry you and i having many conversations that we have had in private in public and i think that also requires us as men promoting content that is i think we have to 
try to normalize it. And granted, we're two people, we can't do it all, but I think everything starts with something, with some one, some action. And I've had to check my own privilege and say like, okay, you support this, but like, how are you actually going about doing it? Because I can say I support it, I can give money to trans organizations, to legal funds, but there's another step. If I'm, if I'm really serious about doing this, I have to check myself and ask myself, what does that actually mean? Because I can't ask a white person to do the post, to donate, but if you're not having a conversation with your white friends and checking them in real time, uh, that's the part. And I think that's what I have to, I think and, and that's what I have to check myself on. I have to be real with myself. It's beautiful to see like on campus, what we all went to Howard around the same time, to see like men leading the sexual assault protests and men really like taking the lead on that. That is it's so much more than the conversation being yeah. there. So up, like just check your friends, but publicly make a stand. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but like again, I'm that, coming at you, Henry. Yeah, it's no one's coming at you, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm not. I just want to make it known, like I don't disagree with that. However, I do understand it's different perspective, and I also understand. But don't you? I I hate to interrupt, but don't you think that that's a part of the problem is that I think we take disagreements as a different perspective when it's like, no, no this is wrong. this is where you need to be. Like, there's only one. But that's what happened. That's what, what's the different? But what's no, the no, no, difference? hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. In my experience, especially in this day and age, you see, like when I was like joking with Amir when he first started coming, I was like, whatever. And like, you know what I'm saying? He may have understood it as a joke, but other people, when they hear that, they're gonna be like, Henry, you're dead. Like that's going to happen. That could potentially happen. And I think that's, that's the, like you said, that's like, just because I, I, I don't completely agree. I understand, I see you, I hear you, I respect you. You know what I'm saying? I just got a different perspective. That's how people, understanding it's a joke it's like when you just have the privy of information in front of you and you're privy to it and you and don't agree to not like acknowledge agree. it you because in your head you're not agreeing enough to say lgbtq because you said it before but when you go ahead and say lgbtq lma like it's like what are we doing what are we accomplishing no for real honest and to god when when i was saying that early i really was like how does like i did i really don't know how to entitle it because me myself I have a certain perspective on certain stuff. So, like, when I talk interpersonally, yeah. I'll say certain stuff and, like, they may get it. But, like, to the outside, I attempt to try to understand because, like, and, and hear me out. Because I, and this, let's have a conversation because I think a lot of people may be able to relate. Like, I'm bisexual, right? I don't agree to all of that sh stuff, right? So, like, I may feel a certain way, however, I try to respect everybody as much as I can. So with attempting to respect people as much as I can, when I have interpersonal conversations, I may say certain things that I feel, and then it may be rebutted, and then he'll say something that's like, okay, this is how I need to go about saying it. And like, I might not in that moment respect it or acknowledge it, but it's, it's in my mind. So like, again, so I'm talking on this, speaking on this platform. And then I, I made a mistake earlier in which I, I realized like, I can't 
joke right now because I'm speaking to a broader audience. Let me correct myself. And I think that's what Amir wanted me to acknowledge when he was like, nah, like, I'm like, okay, let me correct that. I apologize. LGBTQ+. I wanted to say it in the proper terminology and language and all that. So again, I may have my personal perspectives, but I also know that I have to, I got to respect people as human beings. They're entitled to live how they choose. Even if I don't disagree or whatever, agree or whatever, I have to respect their decisions and their lifestyle. And I, I, I don't have a right to question that. Because that's like a, a white person questioning the fact that I'm black or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I or a white person saying, I don't agree with your lifestyle. That's right, 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 right. I, I understand. That's, 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 that's not my business to comment on it. That's why, again, I try to. But that's ignorant. Yeah, I mean that's ignorant to say that you like I don't know really agree with your lifestyle. It's like, but go ahead. Yeah. You to agree? Like, I, I mean, I, again, I, when I say agree, it's just again, that's not for me. That's what I'm saying. So, and I, that's what I'm saying when I say I don't agree. You can saying like I'm questioning you yeah. or anything, anything like that. I'm saying that's not for me. So, so is that wrong? So, and, and this is where I can wholeheartedly say. When, and this is how I internalize it, when people tell me I, res- like, you, you, I respect you, but I don't agree with you, when I internalize that, and probably many other queer people, maybe, you don't fuck with me. Because how can yeah. you respect me in that same tune, but not agree with me? Because it's not in your space to agree with what my lifestyle yeah. is. It's just, you respect me, and that's it, period. That's what I'm saying. But you, That's not what you said. Your intention is different than what's happening that's coming in that impasse. Because what okay. you're saying is, uh-huh. your intention is, I respect you wholeheartedly, and I have no issues, no qualms, no nothing. But what you're saying is, I respect you, but at the same time, eh, that shit kind of weird. I don't get it. I don't yeah. know what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> that is what, is what you're saying. I get saying. it. I understand. Yeah. Whatever. I understand and that. I have to make, and when when you come out, when people come out and they really stand true to themselves, it gets to the point where you don't fuck with nobody to the point where it's like, if you just, if you respect me but don't agree, I have to take that and understand that you really don't understand what's going over here and you're trying to make it as comfortable for you. And that's not how it works. But wait, because for me to stand in and be as prideful as I am today, I have to be uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable with the white gay movement and just, I'm uncomfortable just period as a black gay man, but I have so much pride in my identity and I have to stand up for other people like like trans people who have fought for me to even get this comfortable. Because when I wear this badge of honor, I'm wearing it so proudly because trans people have stood up for me. So when we have these conversations, we say that, that's what we mean by we say black trans lives matter because we, as a black gay man, I quite frankly understand that they stood up for me to the point where I can be this proud. So like, how do I, as a whatever I identify as, how do I say like, like me and you, like you become one of my closest line brothers. You know that. We live in the same apartment. We took a lot of work. Right, we went from here to here. Right. So that, that took a lot of conversations and whatever, whatever. So how do I, as like a heterosexual male who I don't got no, not, I'm not saying me, I'm saying some Noah. Right. How, if he like this person who he don't have no gay friends, no trans people, and you know it's been conditioned, how, how, how am I supposed to respect you or whatever if I don't know? That, that's like that does that not does that make sense i mean i understand what you're saying but that's just a willingness to be open right. you're and not I, have i not been yeah. willing to learn 
Right, no but, one's saying you haven't, bro. Oh, okay. So you're saying that person, whomever you are listening, has to be willing to understand yeah. what that person's going through. Because I, I think at the end of the day, people are willing to educate. I mean, we get tired of it at the end of the day, but the point is, it's like, you have to have a certain willingness. There's Google. You can look this stuff up. You can really have someone help you guide you along that process to help you understand what's going on. But it takes a lot of patience. It really does. And when it comes to just trying to understand how to be an ally or just understand, just listen. Just listen. Yeah. Because it, when you listen to the needs of other groups, that's how you show up for them. That is really how you show up. And ask questions. Don't get, don't get crazy with some questions, but like <laughs> ask true, genuine questions to understand how to show up for somebody else because that really helps. So when we're talking about how black men can support black women, have y'all asked? Have y'all asked the black woman how y'all can show up for them? Because they will literally give you the answers and they've been giving you the answers. And it's so easy. And I understand as a black gay man, I'm not, I'm not an exception because I literally, as a black man, I have my own privilege within that. And yeah. I literally have to show up for black women and black trans women. And I ask them sometimes, I'm like, well, how do you want me to show up for you? Because sometimes what you might have an idea, it, it might Different not be than what's actually the charge with something, but check, with, check in with some black women. See what they think. See how it can be. Because um, sometimes you might not have the range, but you want to help them out. So, I I think that goes into the next conversation there. That does. That Uh, does. Um, So, boom. So, on the Supreme Court, uh, they had a very good landmark uh, decision yesterday. So, the Supreme Court expanded uh, LGBTQ plus rights by applying workplace protections in the Civil Rights Act to gay and transgender employees. So, Title VII of the bill prohibits discrimination on the basis of a person's race, color, sex or national origin and the court changed the application of the law by expanding those who face discrimination based on their sexual orientation and gender identity so that was huge it basically says that if you are a employee somewhere your job cannot fire or discriminate or punish you for being transgender for being gay for being bisexual being queer i think that is amazing um do you have anything kind of like insight or how you kind of feeling i mean i'm sure it's i mean i'm happy for it because you know just growing up or seeing people and even being in the workplace now like gay culture like or just lgbtq culture isn't celebrated within the workplace and it isn't protected so like it's kind of hard for some people who identify this way step out or speak out on certain issues within the workplace because they feel like okay well if people know or people um I might get a note labeled as like the gay man, the trans, like, you know what I'm saying? And it it really, it's really a lot to walk within this identity. Cause I try to explain to Henry, like when I, wherever I go, I'm a black gay man. I can't separate the two. That's just how it is. So when I go to work, that's how I show up every day. And that's how I show up in conversations. So when we have these particular conversations and I want to be able to be who I can truly be, it's kind of hard when I don't have these protections, especially for trans workers, because we trans people, uh, at least from my understanding, uh, sex work really is the main, like the main work that like trans people do to survive. And we, and it's so hard to have work outside of that because there aren't other jobs that are willing to take them in because they're being heavily discriminated so a lot. So some have to result in sex work. 
and we want right. to be able to provide um variety of work not to say sex work is bad because girl, it's a core, girl. i love it no, okay no. but 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 they should be protected in the workplace as if any yeah. if they are anybody else right yeah because yeah. we want people to pull themselves up by the bootstraps but like how can trans people do that when you're not even giving them equal work protections in the workplace so yeah, you're gonna have some few who wind up in lucky situations, but sometimes they just don't. So it, that's how I feel. So awesome. Well, thank you for that, Amir. So on the next note, uh, groups demand more from Biden on policing. We're just kind of going to hit some things. So more than 50 liberal groups have signed a letter to Vice President Biden, warning that he could lose uh, black voters unless he commits more transformative policing policies. Uh, it's led by Black Votes Matter, who's one of the leading organizations on this. They expressed disappointment in Biden's proposal to provide $300 million to uh, a federal community policing program, arguing it would only exacerbate the problem of over-policing. His proposal also includes banning chokeholds, ending police militarization, and holding officers accountable. Most notably, Biden supported efforts. He has declined to support efforts to defund the police. Uh, my favorite part of the letter was a return to normalcy will not suffice for too many black people. Normalcy has meant violence, discrimination, and fear. I'm only bringing that up because I think, Henry, that gets to our earlier conversation that we had in that these kind of reforms, if people are attacking Biden for having these kind of same, you know, changes within the system, I think we need to have the same energy for like black elected officials who are I mean, I hear you, I see you, I commend you for having said thought, but I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was laughing, because it's just like anything involving him is just, uh, jokes, jokes, jokes. So Next caller. It's really like that at this point because like I mean I'm frustrated with even having that ideology in my head like knowing that this system is so enforced it's so intricate it's so in place it's so embedded in our daily lives to where I mean how do you get around it's a headache that's why I didn't go to law school bro like I'm not gonna be go I'm gonna be in the psych ward trying to figure that shit out like, yeah, and it's just like, I guess for me with him, it's just like, what I will say with with everything going on, at least for me personally, I hope people are realizing that these figures really can't change anything. If anybody's changing something, it's the local people, but like, the that whole charade that he's doing right now, he's really not going to change anything. And I hate to be negative like that, but it's just like... It is what it is. I mean, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I mean. They're not going to save us. Uh, so the final topic we got uh, is Trump moves his Juneteenth rally. After scheduling a rally in, Tocla in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth, Trump has rescheduled it to the next day on Saturday. Uh, Tim Scott, the only black Republican in the Senate, said, my understanding is he moved the date once he understood Juneteenth. I'm not sure the planners on his inner circle thought about, uh, about Juneteenth, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and race riots. Unless you're doing a historical check, you probably don't get those dots connected. A lot of people called instant cap because uh, earlier this week, uh, this comes with another coincidence that the day of the fourth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, the Trump administration finalized a ruling that will ease protections against transgender patients uh, against for discrimination against doctors, hospitals, health insurance. 
I think this all goes to my main point of that everything they do is they're intentional with it. They know what they're doing. It's racist. It's sexist. It's Blatantly racist. And that's where what? that's where Biden get comfortable and be like, if you not this, then you ain't this. Because it's like he's so overtly opposite of anything progressive. Then if you don't vote for Biden, it, it like you know it's a question mark. But at the same time, what we was just saying, like, what Biden finna really do? The only thing I can hope for at this point is that his committees or whoever you talk to have told him, you if you don't get a black woman as your VP and then build your cabinet with di multiple diversity people, and, bro, you like we just and I and I think. For me, at this point, given how as many conversations that we've had about this in this episode, I think it's not just about picking a black woman, it's about pitching which black woman. And I think right. that's, and, and, that's, and that's another conversation that's because honestly, who? Because we didn't had the um comment uh discussion. Yeah. If not maybe. her, then who? I think that's he needs I, to. I, somebody said uh condone what's that in there? I, I said condolences. <laughs> I'm thinking about insecure. Um, Condoleezza Rice. Okay. Somebody said her. They was like she can bring the lip, uh, the people that were kind of for whatever, because you know she's a Republican. So it's like, what? Nobody don't what? what? So it's like who for who? I think that's a bigger problem. Uh, so that's all that we have. Uh, Amir, do you want to drop your social media and stuff like that? Uh, hi, my name is Amir. Uh, my social media is. E to the, near to the, I realized my name could do that, so I love that. Um, it's a, <laughs> so yeah, Lily, E to the, near to the, um, follow me on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Boom. Thank you for having me. He got a podcast coming out soon. He gonna be talking about like interpersonal stuff, you know what I'm talking about, so um, be looking out for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So be looking out for that and be looking out for this podcast. Mackenzie, thank you for joining as well as always. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WRGOPod. Be sure to subscribe and like, comment on YouTube. Be sure to also do the same on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Peace.